Nick, say something funny, Nick. Okay, I'm reading this thing on my phone right before we get into it. Stetson Bennett, right? Didn't end up with a degree. He didn't graduate college, and he was After there for six seven years. years. Six, seven years, no degree. Is that not crazy? You know what somebody said, too, that I saw that was hilarious? What? They're like, doesn't matter. You don't need a degree to run a used car dealership. <laughs> Welcome to Full Circle with Nick and Fred, your favorite podcast about the latest sports, hot topics, polls, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Nick and Fred. Sorry, Nick had to come in with that absolute banger, <laughs> but it's true. It's on, like, for real. Somebody posted that on TikTok. I was dying. Uh, guys, welcome to season three, episode 46. I don't know. You, you think so? Uh, yeah, I wrote it down. Yeah, season three, episode 46. Sorry, I got sidetracked there. Well, you have 45 on the outline. Circle. Yeah, I didn't change it on the outline, but I changed it everywhere else. Full Circle, Season 3, Episode 46. We're full, uh, oh my god, I can't. Let's just, let's just hang full on. Full Circle with Nick and Fred. I'm your host, Nick and Fred. Alright, alright. We're not doing the full intro, but I need it. Ah, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Season 3, Episode 46. Do uh, <laughs> you say, I'm your host, Fred? I'm your host, Nick. <laughs> no, no, you say, I'm your host, Fred. Oh, I say, I'm your host, Fred. And I'm your co-host, Nick. And I'm your co-host, Nick. No, it doesn't no, feel right. You don't right. say that. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not. The intro wasn't there mentally today. Uh, guys, we got a lined up show for you. I'm pretty psyched about it. Uh, we got my boy Sonny from um, a coworker of mine. Uh, he's my boy. He's chill. He's wild. And we got him on the show. And I'm, I'm hype about it. Um, and then we got some other things we want to cover. Mother's Day and some sports stuff going on, as always. Nick opened with a sports fact. Stetson Bennett was the um, what? Nick college champion quarterback for the University of Georgia, right? Wasn't um, that back to back? But it was back. I believe it was. But due to COVID, he was able to be eligible with Georgia for actually like a stupid amount of time. He is older. I think we've talked about this before on before on the show because it's such a crazy thing. But he is actually two years older, or a year older than Lamar Jackson, who's been in the NFL for like three or three seasons now. That's actually hilarious, and uh, he's on the Rams. I actually didn't even realize that because I don't really pay yeah, attention. Yeah, the Rams drafted him, which is going to be crazy. I wonder if they use him. If they do, I'm going to make fun of Nick forever. Uh, but, yeah, you know, just just some crazy college things. Um, but, Nick, this past weekend, before we get into a sunny interview, um, well, this past weekend we had Mother's Day. Did you do anything big? Um, I actually did uh, something kind of related to what you did. So, first, though, I had to go into work, which, you know, kind of stunk. And then I had to go to my house real quick. But then I came home and I watched a movie with my mother. And it appears that you watched a movie with your mother as well. Well, my mom is a massive, massive Marvel fan. Um, and as you guys know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 came out. Uh, I don't do spoilers here on the show. Okay, so all you guys tuning in right now on your on your iPods and, and your phones and stuff and just crank iPods. it iPods? Who's still using yeah. an iPod? And you're like, hey. What's the deal with Guardians of the Galaxy at Volume 3? I'm not spoiling it, but I will tell you this, guys. And I told my boy Justin this. Super effing sad. Super sad. But like, Isn't that kind movie. of a spoiler? It's, it's well done. It's not, though, because people are like, why is it sad? I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you. It's just a very emotional movie. It's very well done. It's awesome. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. For some reason, I, I like all of them. The second one where it's like his dad is like a god was a little funky. But even in that, like Yondu, I believe is his, is the blue guy was his dad, like his his like a, a, quote unquote adopted dad. Whatever he was chill and where they're all good movies. Go see it. But if you're an emotional movie goer, you might want to watch this one at home or you know sit in the back. You know. Um, but yeah, uh, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. But my mom loves Marvel. She loved the movie. That's what I care about. And then I bought her, Nick, I bought her some of the, um, hard, uh, ciders that we found when we were, took our Disney trip. So when we were down in Disney at a restaurant, we got this, she got this cider. She really liked it. I've never heard of it. And then we were up here at Wegmans in Raleigh and they had it. So I bought her a six pack of it. Oh, very yeah, nice. some thoughtful shit, but you saw what, what is this galaxy quest? Is this an old movie you watched with your so, mom? Did you guys go out? What'd mom, you do? My mom just loves the movies, right? So for, for her gift, I got her actually a, uh, her favorite movie of all time is animal house. Have you seen animal okay. house? You know, what's crazy. I freaking have it. I know what it is. Oh, I'm a zit. Pop. Get it. Next time you come over to my house, tell my mom it. and you can watch it with her. She'll, right, she's I'm like down, favorite actually. movie. Like, I got I got her this. It's like this, like canvas thing. It's like I don't, I don't. It's not like painted, but it's like this, like screen printed canvas that you like hang on your wall or like put on like like a table. 
and it's just like the movie cover and it looks really nice. So I, I got her that because her favorite movie and I got her some candy or whatever. But we Wait, watched what this a, movie. What an affectionate move. I'm very we proud watched of this movie Galaxy Quest. It came from 1999. Tim Allen Ooh, is one of the star actors. Dude, Alan Rickman's in it, Sigourney Weaver, and there's some couple other people. One of the most hilarious movies I've ever seen. It was so funny. What's the you premise? Though? Is it. it like a Star Wars? Give me something. Is it like Spaceballs where they make fun? No, of no, no. Here, all right, all right, all right. He basically, I'll, I'll tell you. Here's just give here's, me the yeah. I just need the lowdown on the whole Galaxy thing. Quest, dude. It's so funny. Basically, Tim Allen and all the other people are actors on what would be. It's not. It's not Star Trek, but basically, Galaxy Quest is basically a Star Trek store show, and they mm. are actors on it, right? And it takes place 15 years after like the the show aired, so they're all just like that. They're just like kind of like bums, or not bums, but just kind of like actors who are like out of it now. And basically, all they do is just go to guest appearances for the show. Anyways, real life aliens come to Earth, think they're the actual, think like the somehow got their TV shows and think they're like the real guys and not actors or whatever. It's it's really good movie. It's so funny. Just go yeah, watch it. I don't want to get too much away, but right. I'm telling you, dude, it's it's just funny, and it's it's and it's, there's no other movie like it. I, I can't really. Like, I'm gonna put it out it. as a poll. Have you guys even seen it? If you're right now, I expect you to see it as I will. I can't guarantee it'll be recent. I would actually very much love to watch it with somebody who loves it. It would be fun to watch it with you and your family, Nick. So may well, hold off until next time I get up there. Both of them, both of them, honestly. And then another poll question, real quick. Because you brought it up before. Do you still use an iPod? Because I don't think anyone does. I do not. I was just more like trying to sound annoying. My but... cousin's fiance does actually still use the iPod, but he uses it for working out. Ooh. It's like a little shuffle that you can kind of clip I can't, on your I can't yeah. disrespect that, though. Because like, yeah. like, the amount of times I lose my phone and shit. But like if I had an iPod and I lost it, it would be like, eh, whatever. But like my phone has like, you know, you got like a wallet functionalities and all. It'd be a bad deal if you lose your phone. So. I can't blame people for using it. I just, you're right. I don't, I should, I should though. Cause it's like, you know, no. if you're nostalgic, you should, I'd love my iPod touch. All right. We're, we're getting away from that. Just here nor there. I'm, I'm, I don't know where I'm at with that. Uh, you wrote something about Bungie wins lawsuit. Are you talking yeah, about the quick. video game company? Yeah. So Bungie, like Halo? the video game developer. Yeah. They want on, in regards to their destiny two game, they won a really good lawsuit that I think it's it's just kind of major, Fred. You're gonna be like interested. In this. You, okay, you I'm this? intrigued. I'm intrigued. I am not. I'm intrigued. So basically, they sued a video game cheat maker. They sued uh, what's the company called? I think it's called Wall Hacks or something like that, right? Okay. And they make cheats for Destiny Two. So they sued them, and Bungie actually won the lawsuit. And the way like they won the something? lawsuit is because they're saying that uh, Lavi cheats. They're saying they infringed on their copyright and trademark violations because of using the cheats to like affect their game. Only that game, right? Like yeah, without Halo, like, it wouldn't be effective. So they have to piggyback essentially. Yeah, but still, that's like, that sets a precedent for other game makers to go after these companies and start suing them. I think it's a smarter move. I, I don't understand. Like, if you're gonna have, if you're gonna have perfect, all right. In professional, I'm going to just use this as an analogy. In professional sports, professional major league baseball, Nick, what do they do to pitchers who have sticky substances on their hand who can adjust the speed and uh, the speed and curvature of a, of a baseball? You get suspended. You, you get suspended. You get penalized. You get some kind of reprimand, right? Why can't the same be true for electronic sports? You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're going to be if you're going to introduce pro sports, you can get into college for e gaming. If you can make oh, your career no, out of e gaming, you, you should be able to out, aim. Yes. Yeah, no, but you, this is like a company, like you know, like yeah. But I'm just saying, the if they do this yeah. after all the companies, then you don't even have the option, right? If they, yeah. if, if it's too li- if there's too much liability in creating a cheat, then they won't. So then you'll have all these games with no cheats, and you'll actually find raw talent in people, which is going to be kind of the point. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all for this. I'm with you on this. I imagine you're the same way. You're, you're pro this. Oh, I think this is amazing. I don't think there should be like I, I get why they're doing it, but there shouldn't really be like a big company making money off just selling cheats. I mean, if you wanna, you can sell cheats if you want, but there's gonna be real consequences now, which I think is good. That'll be it'll be interesting to see how that sets the precedence moving forward. Like honestly, it'll be very interesting. Um, Nick, I want to get into a couple things. I got we got polls, and I got your fun fact. Then we're gonna get in that sunny interview. We'll talk about some sports songs of the week. We'll get out of here. Uh, let me go ahead and pull those bad boys up. Let's see. I only had a couple this week. 
Um, and then I did do songs of the week, which I, like I said, would meant I'd put on the thing that I would mention them in the show and I will gladly get that. Remember, we're going to mention them when we do our song of the week. When we do our songs of the week. Correct. The first poll I put up was is Zendaya song replay a banger. Um, I, I don't know if there's a lot of you that have even heard the song. We only had 14 votes, but of the 14, nine, yay, five, nay. Wow. Though that's actually a lot, like a lot of people say, no, it's not a banger, Fred. You're an idiot. I'm surprised by that, honestly. I mean, nine to five, it's it's basically two to one, but still I thought it wouldn't I didn't think we'd get more than like a couple votes. I, five is is more than I thought. I'm I'm upset. I'm upset about it. But yeah, whatever. And then job, uh, second one is did y'all know monkeys eat spiders? Because I mean I don't care. You guys can lie all you want, but I didn't freaking I feel like Wasn't I knew it, but I didn't. Birds, know. You know birds was a, you know, it was all about birds. birds. Remember birds, frogs? I was like, you gotta put amphibians in your basement to kill all the spiders. And I, I, I we were looking into it. Birds, monkeys was on the list on every list I saw. I didn't know that. I don't know why. I thought they just ate like bugs and like microbugs or whatever. Um, but yeah, did you guys know monkeys eat spiders? Uh we had one tw- uh twenty three votes. 23 votes, 14 yay, 9 nay. So I'm not the only one. I mean, one. I don't know. That's a, they're monkeys. Why wouldn't they eat spiders? I don't, I don't know. I just thought they ate bugs like off each other's hair, and then they would eat berries yeah. or something. I don't, I don't know. I just spider. It didn't occur to me that they were grabbing a spider a and eating it. Yeah, spider, I mean, it is. Spider's basically a bug. I don't, I don't have a reason for not knowing. I just didn't know. So, yeah, 14 yay, 9 nay. Some of you guys didn't know the Monkeys Ate Spiders retweet. Nick, this one, I just, I'm so happy because it just, you made it out to be like it wasn't a big deal and it was. Uh, Blimpy's new logo, trash or dope? 14 votes trash, 7 dope. Everybody agrees is poop. I never said it was dope, but it wasn't like as trash as you made it out to be. You made it it's out to trash. Like the worst. It's if garbo. You, if you have a different option than not dope, you should be like trash or not trash. Trash There's, or dope. Trash. They're, it's either good or it's bad. And if they're rebranding, they're trying to go for better than what they had, and it didn't work. So 14 like trash. You, it's not, you're making it ridiculous, Fred. It's not as bad as you this is All right, this is the critical one. This is where my full circle has came in for us, Nick. Are sandwich shops too expensive? <coughs> Excuse me. 22 votes. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go. It's like 50-50. 22 votes, yay. Zero votes, nay. Everybody agrees sandwiches are overratedly expensive. Wow. No one. 22 to zero. On, on sandwiches being too pricey. I think everybody's had enough. I'm tired of spending $15 on half a sub and some chips. Like, yeah, Jesus I mean, I Christ. can't wait to do that Wednesday like I always do. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I mean, like I said, if you're going to do it, do Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's, Mike's not baby. overpriced, dude. You get a lot. It's overpriced, but you still get a good amount of it. It's still, you should never spend, for what you can make, I could get roast beef and make all that at home for way less. I just too One lazy. Is good. It, should be 10, it shouldn't be $14. It should be 10, 10 bucks. It won't be as good, Fred. It's not I don't the mic toy. Me right now. I'm dying. All right. But yeah. And lastly, this one disappointed me, though. They went from fully supporting me to fully disappointing me. Is Harry Houdini one of the best names ever? We had 21 votes, 10 yay, 11 nay, Nick, almost 50 50. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like, like that, that either. I thought we Harry both Houdini agreed is that Harry Houdini is an amazing name. What, what's bad about Harry? Yeah, well, there, there's alliteration, right? It's H and H. I mean, Houdini is amazing. It just got a flair. And I mean, yeah, maybe Harry's not great, but Harry coupled with Houdini, amazing. I don't get I mean, that. I don't know. Back, especially back when the name came out, oh, the banger is still a banger. It's timeless. Go yeah, listen to him I, speak on Wikipedia. It's kinda, I'm with you, Hondo. I don't, I don't get that one. I don't get that one. All right. Those are the only polls I had. I'll get to songs of the week later, as I stated before. Nick, Kevin Love, the NBA player, is the center of your fun fact. Hit me with it. What do you got? Yeah, this is actually crazy. I did not know this, but did you know Kevin Love's uncle is Mike Love, and Mike Love is the lead singer of the Beach Boys? Uh, Did you know that? Oh, what? (sighs) No, I did not know that. I don't actually know who the Beach Boys are. The Beach Boys are one. Of, they're like it's the Beach Boys and the Beatles. Like the Beatles are number one. Beach, Beach Boys are number two. You know I, what I mean? know. Like, I know of them, but I wouldn't like. I know that McCartney is a Beatle. You know what I mean? I, not that I. I should know the others, but I don't. But like Paul McCartney is a Beatle, right? You I don't know the other Beatles. I don't know the other Beatles. Ringo Starr, John Lennon. John Lennon. I knew Lennon. I knew Lennon. I don't know about Starr though. Ringo Starr. That name sounds very familiar. Probably. Well, who did I mean, you it's say? A fucking and then uh, yeah, um, fucking. I just said it. Now you got me off. Fuck John up. Lennon, Ringo Starr, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. That's the only one I know. I think Paul McCartney's the last living Beatle, wasn't he? Yeah, wait, who's the other guy though? I actually no, George Harrison, Harrison, right? George Harrison. Harrison? George Harrison. I don't know. See, George I don't Harrison. know. I don't know my Beatles, but I definitely don't I, know my I Beach do, Boys. Right? 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, anyways, Beach Bowl. Well, a lot of people, there are people out there that will know. And Kevin Love's lead was singer of the Beach Boys, Mike Love. His nephew is Kevin Love, NBA star. That's crazy. Like, prominent NBA star, not just a random NBA yeah. guy. Like, a prominent so, so, NBA Yeah, it's like a prominent, like, singer. Like, he, he might make the Hall of Fame. A yep. prominent, a possible Hall of Famer is related to one of the best, would lead one of the best lead singers in one of the biggest bands of all time. Wild. How did you and stumble then, on that one? Was that a Reddit hole that you found that in? or you just? Uh, no, I think I just randomly stumbled upon it because I just stumbled Interesting. upon it. And yeah, his dad was actually played in the NBA. His dad was a uh, security guard for uh, the band as well. I didn't know that either. That's a dude, Kevin Love. And what was that? What was the lead singer's name again? I'm not going to remember it. Someone Mike once, Love. Mike. Mike Love. Mike Love. Kevin Love. Mike Love. Kevin Love. Got it. Got it. Kevin Love. There, guys, we're going to get you that bar gift card every time with this trivia knowledge. You know, like what was Kevin Love's uncle famous? Yes, he was the lead singer of the Beach Boys. Yeah. Like, was the Mike Love of the Beach Boys nephew famous? Yes, he's a possible Hall of Famer in the NBA. Wild stuff. Wild. Yeah, buy us a drink. Also, what? Buy us a drink, you know, with your... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, invite us out. Me and Nick can be a lot of fun in public settings. I mean, you're probably like, nah, that sounds horrible. But we can be be a good time. We got... Wait, hey, what did we get? Third in that that skee-ball tournament? No, we won it. No, we got third. Third, We got third. Third, third. Don't lie. We We got third third in a skee-ball tournament. (laughs) And drink. We were drinking while we did it. The competition wasn't heavy, except for the smelly guys. The sweaty kids, yeah. Those are the kids who all won, too. Like, they looked like... oh. They looked like winners. They looked like winners. Uh, Nick, we're going to get into the interview. Again, Sonny Singh, guys, uh, one of my coworkers, just wanted to talk to him about like parenting and living in Boston and just thoughts on kids, really. Even though me and Nick don't have kids, it was just an interesting piece, uh, different twist on how we usually handle things on the show, just a different perception. So we got Sonny up next for you guys. That's coming at you right now. All right, guys, we are back with my main man, Sonny. Sonny, say hey to the people. What's up, people? And we got Nick, obviously, in the background, co-host of the year. What's up, Nick? What up, what up? So, guys, uh, I work with Sonny. He's my IT guru. When stuff goes wrong at work, I am computer illiterate. He is my man. Um, but me and him have had the uh, op- you know, the opportunity over a few uh, work outings and and uh, just Teams chats to get to get to talking and talking about things that I feel like are pretty crazy and, and time relevant, but also things that not – Nick and I can't necessarily speak on. So we're going into some family-oriented conversation with my boy Sonny here, and I just want to get into it. So Sonny, when we were talking, I mean, it was pretty crazy. We got on the other day. I don't know exa- I think we were talking about mics initially, so it started work-oriented. Um, hmm, but yeah. we were kind of we getting into, I mean, you have two young kids. We were kind of talking about like modern society, you know, modern education and things. When it comes down to your, I know that's like a big topic for you. It's a, that's a huge thing living in, in New England right now, Boston. Can, what do you want to kind of open up with in that lifestyle? Like, what's it like having two kids in a metropolis in New England right now? <laughs> in a metropolis. That's I right. Don't I'm feeling refer- <laughs> I don't know if anyone's referred to Boston as a metropolis, but uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's great. It's, it's, it's really hard to describe. It's, it's like being bipolar. You know what I mean? And no disrespect to people who are actually bipolar, but um, you know, it's like good, bad. It, it's just like a mix of every emotion you've ever felt all at once. It's kind of sways with the weather. It sways with the weather, and then some. Yeah, it's like you know, you got to take the good with the bad, and it's uh, it can it can be it can be challenging. Like right now, Mila, like like so. For instance, last week Thursday, go to pick up the my youngest Mila from you know daycare. 104 fever. I'm like, what's going on here? Brought her home, you know, did the whole triage and whatnot. Whole weekend gone. She's just a mess. Just, you know, she's almost three, so she's still fairly small. The, you know, little little person, and uh, you know, she's just a mess, crying, you know, clingy, just like nuts. You know, I get it. She's not feeling good. She's really sick. I I know, but like that was the Mother's Day weekend. It was gone, and. uh, it's a lot of like parenting is like that weird thing. Like no one really talks about, like they don't talk about the, like the realness of it. Like it's, it's hard. Like it's not, it's not like media makes it look like it's not like Instagram. It's not like face, you know, it's not like any of the portrayals that way. Like it is sometimes it is like straight up depression central. It's like nothing is going right. Everything sucks. 
you know, and then there are other times where it's just, you've never felt happier. So it's, it's like super weird, super weird. But, uh, I wish people talked about it more. You know what I mean? Like, I think it should be more in conversation. I don't think enough people really like talk. And that's why I was kind of gravitating on it when we talked a little bit about like this show. And I, I wanted to get on and have this conversation because like I said, I mean, I mean, me and Nick, the world is a weird place. Me and Nick are both in our late twenties going in, you know, almost 30. And I mean, I, realistically, I'm not at any point where I think kids are on the table. We're getting there. We're getting much, much closer as the days go forward, but it's just not, we're not even there yet. We haven't even started that adventure yet. And there are plenty of people our age that are are far beyond that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just kind of curious, like, so in that instance, right, you talk about Mother's Day and having that kind of disrupted. What's the next move? Like, obviously you have to keep that, you know, relationship with your wife. What, how do you, how do you handle that? (laughs) You, you jump off the cliff and you build your <laughs> wings as you go. You just build your wings on the way down, man. That's that's it. You <laughs> that's the best analogy I can come up with. There's there's no methodology here. There's no there's no plan. There's no protocol. You know, it's just sometimes sometimes you got to roll up your sleeves and you got to go into survival mode. You know, you got to just I, I can't explain it any other way. Like. <laughs> like when when you have kids it's like you're not nothing i do matters nothing my wife does matters like i'm tired right now like for instance right now i'm tired 7 50 at night i'm tired i've had a full day of work kids came home all that i'm tired right no one cares if the baby wakes up now i gotta go you know what i mean like there's there, there, there no, is no no there's no quarter given like they don't it doesn't matter what i'm going through so you have to have that kind of mindset and it and, and it can be absolutely debilitating absolutely debilitating but uh you know what i i digress bring me back on track here i feel like i've just kind of wandered <laughs> off into a hallway i shouldn't shouldn't be in well i i'll be i you know i i gotta watch where i support with all that i mean i kind of leading you down that path i guess but well we'll, we'll kind of we'll narrow it in on what we were talking about on teams today so like i kind of threw an idea i was like hey what what do you want to talk about when we get you on the show later and one of the things that immediately came to your mind and i'm very curious about your thoughts on this was um like like uh i don't even know how to explain it but like kids sports Right. So you wrote um, something about like, it, what is the line between mm. competitive and supportive behavior versus disruptive behavior? Were you, I, I imagine you were expressing from the p- parents' point of view, like parents overstepping on the sideline. Where, where was your head with this? What are you thinking? So just to give you some background, like me and my, uh, I'm Indian. I was, I'm first generation, born and raised here, raised by immigrants. My parents are, you know, from India. My dad's actually from India. My mom's from, Africa, but they're both Indian. So that's an interesting, interesting okay. thing right there. Uh, my wife is uh, a Russian Jew, born in, uh, born in Russia, moved here when she was about you know, seven. Um, competitive swimmer, synchronized swimmer, you know, pretty serious athlete, competed all through high school at the national level. Oh, wow. Um, so it's a very, it's, it's, so, it's so different. The, the mentality of sports, you know, not only in this country, but just today with our kids like it it, this whole idea of like everyone gets a chance to play and i get that at a certain age like everyone gets to play and i don't have a problem with that right my kid's not getting scouted anytime soon for anything it's like it's like it's like not a big deal it's not a big deal right right but it's this whole idea of competition and it's like an anti-competitive society we live in people are terrified of competition and everyone needs to be able to you know have their chance to you know they they need to take their moment in the sunshine it's like well that's not really and i just have a problem with that you know because it's not that's not how sports work at any level but this level and it's just like getting worse you know now 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 um these teams are, you know, these kids teams are sending out emails from like the director of the program. Like, you know, there's guidelines for parents on the sideline. Like they've gone so far as to say, you can't coach your kids from the sideline. You can't talk to your kid. You can't, yeah. Like you can't coach them. You can't tell them to do like, like my kid was playing soccer. I'm like, dude, you're like, you got to do this. Like when he comes up like that, you got to, you know, you got to position yourself. You know, I'm trying to talk him, talk teach to him. him. Yeah. Teach him the game. Yeah. I'm trying to talk to him, but, but mind you in the moment, 
<laughs> my tone of voice is not. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> different than that. It's a little different. Like I get into it, which is a whole nother thing I want to talk about. Cause like I was never competitive like this as a kid. Like I played competitive sports, but, but I wasn't like my parents never came to watch my games. Like my parents weren't standing on the sidelines like that. So like, I'm like asking myself now, like, where the hell do I get this from? Like, where's this coming from? So it's like, <laughs> it's kind of weird like that, but, um, yeah, it's just like, what do we, like the question I keep asking myself is like, well, you know, what are we doing here with our, with these kids? Are we preparing them to win all the time? Are we, are we teaching them that, you know, it doesn't matter if you're good at something or not, you're going to get a chance. And that's kind of, that's kind of like where, where my mind goes with that, because me and my wife both come from immigrant families, which is needless to say, very, very different than a typical American upbringing like it's extremely competitive you know just even within your own household like i grew up with a brother and a sister there are three of us and we it was always it was always a i don't want to say our competition but it, it was things were being looked at scrutinized you know like there was a keeping score there there you, was people were keeping right. score you know and you know I, I i do feel at some point it prepared me for life but I don't know, man. It's just it's just difficult to navigate as a parent in this in this climate where it's like it's almost frowned upon to push and to expect excellence and to expect better. Perfection at a craft. Yeah. Yeah. And and mind you, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Like I'm talking about all these, you know, high level ideas, but my kid is eight. So <laughs> he's not again, he's not getting scouted by any teams anytime soon. He's by no means you know, I, I, I think he's a good, good player. I don't think he is the, the top player, but I think he holds his own. So it's just like, the question is like, where, you know, where does, where, where does the parent interaction at the game become disruptive? And where is that line? Because the email that the league sent out was like, it, it made me, I'm like, I started asking myself, I'm like, well, where's the line? I can cheer for my kid, but I can't, I can't, coach him like criticize him or you know anything like that like i can't talk to other kids on the team i I, like i can't say anything negative i can't talk to the refs i can't question the refs it's like what is this well i want to i want to spin this in because i obviously we all know me i I mean i played like recreational stuff when i was a kid but i didn't ever really get into it nick you played basketball in high school we've talked about this before what is your angle on this do you have anything that you feel like you could put in like what was your experience with your parents i I don't know i know your dad was big into volleyball um especially i saw that with your sister because i was close to like i was close enough to the family to see that but like from (laughs) your perspective what were your thoughts on that so i gotta i so i gotta agree that you like as a parent you shouldn't really be talking to the other kids or like you can say stuff to them but i guess you shouldn't really be saying stuff to them you shouldn't be saying stuff to the refs but i think you should be able to say stuff to your kid but like you can't be going too hard because as someone yeah i played a bunch of sports growing up i played baseball and there's always like these one or two kids who had this dad who was like a super hardo, always yelling at them from the stands. That's what you can't be doing that. But if you're just like, because I remember my dad, like, he, whenever during the game, but after the game, my dad would tell me stuff about like what I did wrong or whatever, like what you should do. I mean, I, that's definitely okay. You know what I mean? I, I guess it kind of depends on the tone and how how it comes out. But yeah, I get a little into it. I, I like I I, I, <laughs> I I get into it, and I have no idea where my mind goes. Cause I'm not like one of these diehard sports fans. Like I'm not watching, you know, sports on the weekend. I don't watch sports at all. I never have like professional sports. Don't watch them. I, I go to an eight year old's soccer game and you would think, you would think I bet my, bet my house on this game. Like oh, how much are you yelling at her? Like, <laughs> Oh my God, dude. It, but it's like weird. Cause I'm like, ask, I'm trying to f- be like introspective at the same time while not like admitting to like, being a crazy person but like i'm like i'm like trying to figure out where this mentality came from like where this like hyper competitive like dad came from and i have no idea because i was never liked it i was never like that as a kid and i was never even that good as a kid you know i mean i i i I, I could hold my own but i wasn't like my kid is way better at sports than i was at this age 
I think what it comes down to, Sonny, personally, is I think that you got to be open to the outside criticism. <laughs> if other people are saying that you're going hard or you're the hardo, then you got to be open to that and be like, all right, I need to, I need, you kind of almost like self police in a way. Like, all right, if it feels like it's too hard, it's probably too hard. But I don't know that it's just one of those things that there's no like right or wrong answer. I mean, it's going to come down to what you feel is appropriate and stuff like that. And, you know, some some parents nowadays have more free time to teach that stuff on the side than, you know, other parents do. So some people are using that game as a time to teach their kids the game. And whereas some people are like, oh, I have eight free, you know, free hours after this. We can go over all the, you know what I mean? So it, it's it's completely gray. It's completely open. But I mean, it's, it's very interesting that you say it that way because like it's funny like I didn't, like I said, I didn't do a crazy amount of sports. I had cousins that did and stuff. And from my experiences, very few that they were, it's like, you definitely know, are you like when someone's going too hard from the outside? You know what I mean? Like, bro, that like, yeah, like you don't need to be out there puppeteering your child. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with teaching them. And I, there, there's a fine line with the coaching in that, uh, in that regard as well. Like you should be able to understand that this parent is teaching their kid, but also like, all right, I'm the coach. I'm trying, like, I do know the game. I am trying, you know what I mean? Meet, meet, find some way to meet in the middle. You know, yeah, and I think I think it was just like the passive aggressive, um, kind of like well, like the email a bit much. <laughs> yeah, the, the like the passive aggressive email, the all inclusive email that says we're gonna send this email and CC everyone, so so you don't feel like we're singling you out. And I think that's I think I would have I, I think I would have appreciated a much more direct approach. Like some of the things were like, look, like you know, don't coach the kids because they can't, they, you know, they get, they get confused on who to listen to. Are they listening to the coach? Or are they listening to the parents? Right. And I get that. That That's valid, valid point. I get that. Right. But it's like, just, just like, tell me, like, it's not a big deal. Like, what, like I, I felt in a way sending the email and doing that made it a bigger deal than it was. I can completely, under, I want, I'm going to twist this on one last part of this. And I'm, I'm curious and I want Nick, Nick, I want your thought on this as well, but I'll start with Sonny. Okay. Cause I actually saw this tweet. This is real life guys. Okay. So there's a town I'm reading this verbatim offline. Cause I searched it. Cause I knew it happened and it hit like freaking USA today. There is a town in New Jersey that has been, uh, that is using um, that whole parent umpire conflict and, and handling it in their own way. So Deptford it's Deptford township in New Jersey has a new rule that if a parent or spectator fights with an umpire, they have to volunteer to officiate for at least three future games. This is a legitimate thing in a county in, in New Jersey. Now, I mean, there's it, the other thing is the nature of the sport too, right? Like we're talking about soccer. Soccer has a massive sideline. You know, it's an open game. But like yelling at an ump in baseball is way different in my opinion than trying to teach your kid the game of soccer from the sideline. If you're screaming at the ump for their decision – then I, I don't know that I'm a, I'm opposed to this rule. Like I always, it's funny that me and Nick like go back to baseball when we were kids is like the example of parents overstretching. You know what I'm saying? Nick, what's your thought on that? Well, like, so I still play sports, right? I play, I play in men's league and playing just like, you know, like as an adult, that's kind of more like playing as like your younger kid. It's like, you're out there to have fun, but it's not like super serious. If you're just doing like the town rec league. I really don't think people should be yelling at the refs. The refs just out there just to make some couple extra bucks on the weekend. You really shouldn't be yelling at the refs at all. And I really like that rule because it's kind of ridiculous to be yelling at the ref for just like a little like rec- recreational game. It's, it's I don't know. I, I think again in perspective though, right? Like if it's a high school or college game where it has implications, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at, at a youth game, like yeah, stop screaming at the at the um. What do you think on that, Sonny? Well, you know, I think I, I think it, I think it. Higher levels, I think, yes, I agree. Stakes are higher. Um, there's more on the table. But I also think there's an expectation that these refs are professionals at what they do. They're, pro- they're They are a professional referee, right? This is their career. This is their job. So getting yelled at by from the stands, that's part of the, that's part of the gig. You know, that's well, part of the gig. That's kind the of prof- the way I, I take I- it. What level though, Sonny? At what level? Post high school? I, post I don't college? know. I mean, I'm not talking about anything. I'm not talking about anything like you know, Concrete. obviously, you know. But it's like a bad call. Like, oh my god, that call. You know, what, what's going on, ref? That you know, that kind of stuff. Like, that's fine. But what, so we're 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 definitely on the topic. But I feel like the kids' game thing is just it makes me look like an absolute lunatic right now. 
<laughs> I'm just like, yeah. my God. Maybe like, you should wait the coach until after. Like, I think we're not far oh home the best place oh to Oh, my it. God. Because I've been, I've, been, I've been thinking about this for, like, a week now. And I'm just like, <laughs> man, like, what the hell is going on here? Like, is it me? Is it them? It's a little bit of both. Like, I don't know. Like, like, <laughs> like so, okay, so it runs the gamut, right? Mm-hmm. So perf- perfect example. There was a kid on the field. And the kid was kid A wasn't paying attention to anything. Nothing. There was no. There was no action going on. It was on the other end of the field. The kid was just oblivious to it. He was, you know, he's playing, skipping around. He ran off the field at one point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's going on here? The, the goalie just ran off the field. He's doing laps around the, the goal, like like running laps around the goal. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> and like, I'm like, dude, hey, dude, you wanna? stay in the goal like what's what what, you're right like what's going on here but i'm like i'm like trying to figure out like the the line right i'm like where at what point are we just like letting the kid at what point is this just babysitting yeah yeah it's like it's something but i think i definitely think like speaking about this out loud is is definitely giving me a little bit of perspective here like maybe i'm just and i and i and i I brought it up for that specific reason because i'm trying to gain perspective on this and i think I think maybe it's uh, a little bit two sided here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, I, I feel like I don't know because that is odd that kid doing that. I mean, I think that's more like the parents should maybe see this kid obviously doesn't like playing soccer and just not make yeah. him show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think there's also some deep rooted like childhood stuff going on with me. Like I was never good at sports. My parents never came to games. It's something um, you want it, your kid to strive at. There's no crime yeah. in that. There's no crime just, in that. Yeah, I get caught up in that. But the but there but but it's weird because like there's so much other stuff there that's like you can't talk to the kids, right? You can't talk to the umps. And I'm like, dude, the ump is standing in the middle of the play. Like get out like of literally there. in the middle of the play. I'm like, dude, you're in the you're 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 screening the defense's field of vision. They can't see the player move. <laughs> and then the guys go and score a goal. I'm like, are we counting that? Like what <laughs> I think, but that's, I think it's just fascinating this subject. And I love that this is a thing because I get it. I honestly get it both ways. Like, I, I genuinely get it both ways. But I think it, it, there's so many pressing factors, like in that, in that scenario, right? It's like, does the ref even want to be refing this game? Is it a kid, like Nick said, is it a kid just trying to make money? That's fine. It, are the kids actually learning something? Yes or no? There, there's too much. Like I'm with Nick, like that kid's parent should be, but like, you know, they don't want the parents to intervene, but at the same time, like maybe your kid shouldn't be here. Maybe this isn't for him, but like, at what point are they even able or old enough to vocalize that? I mean, they got to try stuff. I don't, I don't, there's too many like factors at play to really hone in on it. But I also think like, if you don't have hard old parents, you don't have Olympians. Like these freaking kids know these sports by the time they're eight years old in and out. And they're almost like semi, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. You know what I'm saying? But like you have, like LaShawn White's of the world that are, you know, basically pro snowboarders, but before they can even drink a drink, you know? So I don't, I don't know yeah. what the fine line is there. And I think it's a very interesting talking point because no matter who you're going to ask, you're going to get a different answer. So I just, so, I, it is an interesting point. Yeah. And I've definitely, I've definitely chose like th- this example definitely paint, you know, paints me as kind of a, you know, quasi psycho parent. A hardo. A hardo. I like it, Nick's term. A hardo. A hardo. Yeah. A hardo. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely it definitely does i like but, it um but again it's like at what you know at what point do we stop pushing these kids because the school system sure as hell ain't gonna push them you know the obviously you know if they make the travel team or whatever athletics you know they're they're held to a standard a performance standard like if they're not cutting it they're gonna get benched and if they you know they can't you know meet the need then they're going to cut from the team next season like you know there's that but it, it i don't know i just feel like this whole thing is just like a little bit yeah there's my thing and let's like i'm like done with my thing i think i've i think i've said my piece there like <laughs> i'm done with that thing but like if we're not going to push the kids who are i feel like because, the parents have the most right to do it in my opinion but yeah there's a fine kid line. You guess you shouldn't really be pushing other kids, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and I and I get that. Like, I'm, Honey, I'm you always... can't beat up an eight year old goalkeeper. Let's just sum this up for what <laughs> you got to let the kid play the game. Man, I don't know. Oh, I maybe I was just having a bad week. I don't know. <laughs> it happened, I don't know, dude. The thing is, like, you you clearly like you know you clearly see that. You know what I mean? It's not like 
I can it's tell the oblivious you, people that are the problem. What do you mean? Yeah, I can't yell at my kids. That, like, what do you mean? Well, they just yeah. do it and they're like, oh, I didn't do anything there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yes. The ignorance and blind uh, eye to it. Yeah, I agree. I'm with exactly. And, you know, and then you've got the parents that are just sitting on the sideline. They're staring at their phone the whole time. And the not, fact that you're worried makes you a good parent. That you're worried about yeah. like how it actually comes off and where your where your status on it is because you do the the other side again is the losers. Like you said, like they're on their phone, they don't even show up, they dump their kid off like it's babysitting. Like w- your kid's not going to accomplish anything. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I it's 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 just funny because it is such. Oh God, the spectrum on this is so wild. You know, it really is, and you know, being you know, I'm turning forty this year. Right, oh, for this old. year, actually, I, next month. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, believe me, it doesn't feel old when you get there. It like when other people say they're forty, you're like, oh my god, are you like, are you on social security yet? <laughs> like, when's that kicking home? in? Yeah, like, <laughs> like you get you a wheelchair, man. Like, come on. <laughs> um, but like, I see, I, it's, I got, I got to wrap this, bring this full circle now. Oh, these kids who grow up to be pushed the whole like tiger parent mentality, right? A lot of these are the kids who have the mentality and the, how do I phrase this? These are the kids that are going to grow up with thick skin and the the thick skin that they need to survive in this world. That's what I believe as a parent not not going into how far did you take it on Saturday on the soccer field, but generally speaking, like I see the way other parents parent their kids, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that. Not all of them, a lot of them, most of them, most of them. But to me, that's just like so. I don't know. I, it's just it's hard to wrap my head around. It's, it's, it's tricky, even for those who don't have kids. I mean, this is, I mean, I have these kind of conversations daily. I mean, like I have cousins that are younger than me that I'm close with that have kids. And, you know, we talk about perspective and parenting and shit like that all the time. Honestly, it's, it's just a very, very unique, it's, it's tough because like, even as somebody, like I said, who doesn't have kids. I don't know that I know what the right way is. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that I ever will know what the right way is. And it's kind of, that comes back to what you said originally, Sonny. And it really does come back to that is like jumping and then building the wings on the way up until you're in these situations. You're not going to know the right way to approach it until you're literally there. So, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree at all. I mean, I kind of, there was, I thought there was one more thing I wanted to have you comment on. Um, I mean, that being said, I'll, I'll spin it this way and we'll just get into one last topic and, and really hone in on it. Nick, is there anything? Well, let me start with it. Nick, is there anything you wanted to go over or you could think of before I jump into it? I mean, so what, what, what's your last uh, question? I don't know if I should put this before or after. I don't know. I'm, I'm guess I'm going to try to bend it. So we're talking, we're talking about hierarchy, right? And I know we're talking about it like at a young age, like almost introducing hierarchy outside of like effort it's more of like understanding that there's more to life than just effort like effort's important but you still need to strive for greatness you need to still strive for something bigger it i tend to notice that this is becoming a huge thing on like the public education stage there's a lot of big questions out there about like private education versus public Mm. education and stuff it's just a really weird talked about subject so that's what i was going to lean into nick but what did you want to where do you Uh, go after you i'll go you go we can go with yours first all right, so I'll jump into that then early, and then we'll let Nick finish up on the back end with what he wants to get into. But Sonny, I mean, this is a big thing. And, and again, it's really weird talking as somebody who who can't fully appreciate the situation. But even as anybody, you know, as you're getting older, everybody goes to school every, one way or another, where you're taught at home, you're taught in public, whatever. I don't care how you're educated, but you get educated, right? It's fascinating, even, you know, me and Nick are what, Nick? 12 years, 10, 11, I don't know, can't do basic math, 11 years removed out of high school. 11. And like, I see kids like, um, you know, I have friends, kids that are going to school and everything's on a tablet or everything's, you know, electronic or you like, they'd submit their homework. Like I do my actual job, which I don't know that there's, a, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like scary, but it's like, it's like, it sets them up for the real world. Right. Cause I'm doing it live right now. But also like, I didn't do it at that age. You had the responsibility of holding onto a paper in your backpack and like, there's yep. rules at play. And I don't, I don't know where that line is drawn. So like what are, as, as somebody like getting approaching that age, if not there already, Sonny with, with your kids, what do you feel about like the education system right now? What are your general thoughts on it? Ah, so it's tricky, but it gets, you know, it it gets, 
gets tricky the older the older you get and the more time you've spent looking at it and have different perspective on it 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 really changes like my view on it has changed a lot uh, you're you're talking to someone who went to private school their entire life i never went to public school for anything ever okay um did that make a difference i don't know did i like it no i didn't like it um did you ever approach – I'm going to spin this a little bit, and now I'm very curious. Did you ever approach your parents about this when you were going through it? Did you ever say, hey, this isn't really – I don't know that this is for me, or is that something you never really – because I would have never questioned my parents on it. Like you, like it was my understanding that you just went to school. I would have never been like, oh, I want to go to private school. This isn't for – like I don't – did you ever have that conversation, or did that ever come into play? So I think I think you've just taken us to the, to the actual meat of this, and I think I, – I, I didn't know I what this is such a this is such a, like a difficult thing to phrase, but I think that the idea of education has changed drastically. Um, we know the education system in this country is not set up or built purposely built to create independent thinkers. It's built and structured to create drones, worker bees who go out and get jobs. At big companies, you know the people who make all the money, and we work for them to make them more money. That is what the education system was conceived as and created around. It's the singular idea that kind of how it is structured. But you look at other countries, other other places like um, like you look at the like Norwegian countries, like um, Norway, Sweden, all them. Like it's completely different. Teachers have higher levels of respect they're they're considered like the master of that domain teacher wants to do something different they they do it you know they want to teach a curriculum they do it they don't have to get approval they have they have a real trust over there they're accepted as the master of what they're trying to educate exactly so they they're respected the and exactly ex okay. exactly and that's it's, it's unfortunately it's not really like that here you know and i never had that perspective as a younger as a younger person but now you know, How did you people, awaken to that though? How, that's not something I would ever see, or I've never seen like publicly talked about. Like, how did when when did that become into like when did that come into your field of view? So let me get the, uh, so that's a great question. Let me get this let me get this statement out before out. I, yep. I, I, I before I before I forget about it. The, so you asked me a question earlier about did I ever approach my parents about private versus public school? Like, hey, mom and dad, why am I going here? Why am I not going there? And the the answer is because. My job was to simply do what I was told at that age. It wasn't to question. It was to accept that I don't know enough and to be kind of accepting of my parents' guidance without questioning it. That's a big piece, without questioning it. Where I, and, and take that, take that model, take that, take that one statement. Now you take that overseas to let's say Sweden, Norway, wherever. They're taught to question everything, not everything, but they're taught to question things. Does this make sense for me? How is this? They're taught to think through it in a very different and a very detached, independent way than we are. In a deeper and fashion, not just surface level. Exactly. They don't just accept it. And that's obviously not just indicative of those countries. It's, you know, it, you know, there are other, there are a lot of other countries out there, but did I know enough to even, so the question I would pose is, did I know enough or did I have enough sense of self to actually ask my parents or understand the question to ask my parents, is this really the right thing for me? And the answer is no. I didn't understand. I, I didn't have enough sense of self to even know that there was another option, that this probably wasn't a good idea for me. I just kind of accepted it and went along. And I think at the, I think at the, you know, at the, at the heart of it, all these things are related or, you know, the way I'm at the soccer game or whatever, all these things are kind of related to that one thing. Like I'm trying to create an independent thinker, someone who doesn't just accept situations and does what they're told, but someone that questions and intelligently questions and, you know, analyzes and articulates ideas and thoughts and really gets to the root of them. You know, I agree with that. Yeah, because I got to say, for you saying, like, you didn't have, like, enough, like, knowledge or 
you know, to question whether you should be going to public or private school. When I was actually in eighth grade, and so before I was going to high school, my parents actually asked me, hey, do you want to go to this private school? And me, I just said no, and immediately no. And that, you know why I said no? Because I just wanted to be my friends. Because I, you know, what you knew. Yeah, it's just what I knew. And I didn't really have, like, you know, you know, yeah, I didn't have, like, you know, the proper knowledge of being, oh, if I go to private school, you can go to better colleges and everything. So I I got to agree with you on that. Like, you know, you just don't know when you're a kid. I, I think it's, it is a level of comfortability of what you're around too, though. I mean, like I didn't know any better and I didn't even know we had choices until we got to high school and they were like, do you want to go vocational? Do you like the school presented that choice? That's the other thing too, that I find fascinating. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation we don't really have time to get into, but I just, when we got right before high school, it was like, do you want to do, you know, like for, for Nick speaking in terms of Ellington, where we grew up suburban Connecticut, right? It was like, you could go to a Catholic school, East Catholic. You could go to a vocational school like Cheney tech, or I think it was Rockville had like an agricultural program, or you could stay with what you knew, which was Ellington. And it was like, but like they ask you this after you've built such a foundation of the people that you come to know, like it's basically asking if you want to start over for the sake of a career. And at 16, 15, you're like, I don't, no, you're like no. 12 or like 13 when yeah, I a little bit before that yeah yeah i'd say yeah 16 exactly. sophomore in high school so i i don't know it's a very fascinating tape but yeah sonny i didn't mean to cut you off where where we want where do you want no no that that that's kind of that's kind of where i wanted us to end up so this is actually like come full circle this is exactly where i wanted to end up in this kind of like mindset of thinking when i started this whole when i asked you that question you know earlier about like hey like where do we draw the line with kids sports because I feel like it is all connected in some way, you know, like if you look at the Titans of industry, you look at Bezos, you look at, you know, Zuckerberg, you look at all these guys' jobs, they're not nice guys. You know what I mean? Like, no, they're, they're not. not, they're not like they're super humanitarian people. Like they're not nice people. But in, so the argument at that level is, well, is that the type of person you need to be to get to that level? And like, I don't know, that's, that's a whole nother question for another day, but. Well, it bends back into what you're saying too, though, Sonny, because if you don't have the thick skin, if you're not built to withstand a little bit of uh, what's the word I'm looking for adversity, right? You would never achieve like that. It's, it's basic and you can almost disagree with that. But if you're told no, every step of the way and you believe it, or you run with that program, you'll never, you don't have the Tesla SpaceX owners. You don't have the Amazon builders. You don't have. You know what I'm saying? You don't have the Boeings. You don't. You don't have these people that pioneer exactly. beyond what we understand. And I just, I, it, it is. It's funny that you say that because it is completely relatable, and it's just fascinating. I, again, I, the amount of gray all behind all this and opinions on this is insane. But it's fascinating the the intricacy of what small decisions can can play out with. You know what I mean? It's 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 wild. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, so. <sighs> Nick, I know you had one more thing. I know we're kind of getting up there on that 40 minute mark. Did you have anything else you want to run through, Sonny, before we kind of move it along in there? Oh, man. I feel I, 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 <laughs> no, I'm good, bro. I think I've monopolized, <laughs> hijacked this podcast. You did good. You did good. I'm, I appreciate the realist. Nick, what do you got? Yeah, I just got one question. This is like, you know, not, not super related to what we're talking about. This is more like a general, this won't be super long, but so I had something happen to me the other day, guys. And, you know, um, so I was driving home and I see a kid on the side of the road and he's wearing a little like, you know, like army helmet and he's got an airsoft gun. And I don't know. I, I don't know. if Kids on the side say, of the road. No, he was not. He was actually like, yeah, well, he's like right next to the road. Right. In his like yard and a little ditch. Oh. I don't know, he's playing airsoft with people. Right. Context like, is everything. Yes. <laughs> but I got to say that was like the first time ever in my life. I was ever like, I ever felt old because I looked at him. And I was like, wow, I remember doing that all the time as a little kid. Like, does that happen to you guys often or like not often? I Yeah. Happens to me all the time, dude. Like I the like I'll say it's one of the best parts of having kids. One of the best parts. And like you get and, and the reason is because you get to relive your childhood and rediscover all those experiences, movies, music, TV shows, everything that you discovered as a kid and it is just as or more satisfying taking your kid on that journey with you that does that does sound like a lot of fun that you know like i don't know the other the other stuff for parenting didn't sound fun but that stuff sounds fun i'll tell you what <laughs> we opened uh, on the dark side but we came in lighter <laughs> <laughs> 
that is my that's got to be my favorite part of, of having kids like doing all the stuff like i'm watching all the marvel movies with with him you know the ones that you know make sense for his age and it's just like watching his face like oh my god like i didn't know he could do that and just like this emphatic re- you know reactions to everything and uh, uh, yeah he's he's on the couch behind me like <laughs> just he's like yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> Marble rocks, baby. Let's go. Uh, oh, so man, it's it's awesome. it's it's awesome. It's awesome. That's it's it's the best. It really is. It, it makes it, just that just experience that gives you so much perspective on you know what's important in life and what makes sense. You know. No, I, I, I someday, someday. That's all I have to say. Maybe someday I'll get there. I don't know about Nick. I never asked him, Nick. That might be a discussion for another day. I don't day, know, but dude. Because like it's a whole other podcast, man. That's a whole other episode, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I, hear, I hear all the bad. Like, you know, like you said, people don't really talk about it. I mean, I feel like people don't really talk about because there's there's a lot of bad stuff, like you said about it, right? And it, it makes it doesn't seem. It's the same thing as it, it's the same thing as be being a successful owner of a company, right? Highest highs and lowest lows. Exactly. It's it's yep. not all rainbows and sunshine. You got to get dirty sometimes. You got to roll up your sleeves and you got to split wigs. Like that's just the reality of of business, and it's also the reality of have being a parent. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back so fast. We're so fast. We're back. We got back hella quick. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Fred Nick. just took a big dump. We're so back. We're back. And uh, again, we can't thank Sunny enough for coming on the show, guys. Awesome perception on uh, family living and just education and, and going hard oh, <laughs> at kids' sports events. Uh, but yeah, no, just he's a good dude. We're going to get him back on the show for sure. Um, but yeah, living life. Uh, Nick, obviously, we got to wrap it up. We got songs of the week. We got some sports things. Biggest things in sports right now, guys. Carolina Hurricanes headed to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Florida Panthers. I'm super stoked. Nick, I'm telling you right now, if they make it to the Stanley Cup, uh, it'll be the first, uh, it'll be the only time since 2006. And the, the actually the Whalers franchise, I looked further back. It'll be the second time in existence that they've ever made it that far. I will be there. I will fucking, I will like pull a second mortgage on the house. Me and Cass are going to a game. So I'll let you know how that goes. Stanley, uh, That's uh, hopefully we make it. Hopefully I don't jinx it, but Kane's in the Eastern conference finals. You're good at uh, Panthers are an amazing team. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know, but we got pie that we got by the devils. Didn't think it would happen. And we beat them three to one or four to one. So we're looking good, looking good. And Nick, your team's doing pretty damn hot as well. Yep, Lakers are going to beat nuggets and six Connor now. Lakers are going to win. Denver, Denver Nuggets, right? Yep. So here's what I'm telling you. It's going to be just the same as the Warriors series. Lakers are winning game one. Lakers are going to lose game two. They're going to win game three, four, lose game five, win game six at home, four, two. Lakers are going to win it all. Nick's all about that LeBron train, man. Choo-choo. He's getting on. He's getting on the LeBron train. I got pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Nick, got a couple of songs for you, but we're going to get into the full circle song of the week first. What do you got for us? Uh, yeah, so this week's uh, Full Circle Song of the Week is Cupid, twin version by 5050. Dude, this song is the song of the summer. I'm so excited about this song. I can't stop listening to this song. It's such a great song. Guys, if you haven't heard it already, go on Spotify, go on Apple Music. It's um, Cupid. Tw- there's like three versions. And I think there's, Nick, is there Korean in all of them? It's like one's a no, full no. English. So there's two the regular version, which is, and which is like, it's in Korean, but also got English words. Really good. There's a twin version, which is all English. Oh, really, English. really good. And then there's twin version sped up, which is, which is just as good. Good for a party. But yeah, twin, it's Cupid twin version is the one we're going with by 5050. Um, my song of the week, guys, I watch, I will recommend this to anybody who loves music or Ed Sheeran. Uh, Ed Sheeran documentary on Disney+. Plus. Didn't know anything about Ed Sheeran. Loved his music. Uh, really eye-opening to the stuff he's gone through and currently going through. Uh, Eyes Closed by Ed Sheeran will be my song this week. And Nick, what do you got? Uh, the Sauce by Eminem. The Sauce by Eminem. Now, I'm going to go back real quick to our polls, guys. I asked for songs of the week. I'm going to tell you who set them and what they're recommending. We got three, only three up clicks this week. Uh, Step Up by Sierra from Hannah. Uh, the Silver Flash wrote Life is a Highway by Rascal Flats. And our uh, Justin Vlanich, Peru by Fireboy, DML, and Ed Sheeran. So there you go. You got Step Up, um, Sierra, Life is a Highway, Rascal Flats, and Peru by Fireboy and Ed Sheeran. So... Get out there, guys. Listen to some music this week. Let us know what you think. We'll be back at it again next week, as always. Uh, but get involved. Polls are on uh, Instagram at full.circlepod. 
at com. Yeah, we got a website now. <laughs> yeah, Fred, you're doing really no, good at speaking I'm today, struggling. buddy. I'm just not there. I don't know. I don't know mentally. You know what it is? I tried birthday cake Kit Kats and I'm still fudged up. I don't I don't know. Why did you when did you try them and why? Well, Cass loves cake batter stuff. So I got her as a gift. Like I was at the gas station. I was like, oh, she might like this cake better. And she's like, oh, I don't like waivers. I don't like Kit Kats. But she doesn't like anything. So shocker, shocker. So I was like, all right, I'll try it. And I liked it. But it's like, you know, like I don't, I'm not a big cake fan. So it's like, I liked it. But like, I don't know. It's, it's uh, you know, it's synthetically cakey. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about it. It sounds awful. It it's just in the back of my terrible, mind. It's in the buddy. depths of my mind. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But that's it, guys. Season three, episode 46. We'll be back at it next week. As always, we love you guys. Peace out. Thanks for listening Nick, to this episode of Full Circle with Nick and Don't forget Nick. to follow on Facebook and Instagram no, at Full Circle saying. Podcast. Nick, you gotta be like, hey, hey, thanks for listening, guys. Love you guys. Bro, I cannot yeah, hear anything you're saying. Fred, Nick, you I can't hear anything you're saying. Why do you sound like you're out of breath, though? You gotta tell the people, you gotta tell them, you gotta tell them, that, hey, thanks for listening. Love you guys. Peace out, guys. That's what you're supposed to do. You didn't do it. Uh, okay, uh, hey, guys. Um, Bye. Donate to Wikipedia. If you donated one dollar, guys, we'd be able to keep this site open. Uh, yeah. So now, here's what you guys really need to do. Oh God. End the show. End the show. I I don't have anything. End it. End it. <laughs>